Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. It's Thursday, 26th of May, 2016. Payday. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. What are you looking at me in that tone of voice? Oh, well, after yesterday's little uh, discussion, I've been wanting to catch up again, see that smile on your dial, and forget that we ever disagreed, because, you know, when you and I disagree, I I just think it's a bit out of line. No, you don't really. Makes it hard for me to freelance. No, it Can't doesn't. Ding, ding. <coughs> ding, my ding's out of order. <laughs> oh, nobody wants a broken ding. No, my ding's busted. Um, no, you don't really, though, because you and I, I think because I think this is my, one of my theories about humans. Oh. This is a, this, let's try this one out. People will be getting back to me telling me I'm an idiot. But right. if you started your friendship working together. Yes. Whether it's at work or like on a project in some way. I wish I had a project. Oh, actually, I've got a project. We had, yeah, you got a project, <laughs> yeah. you jerk. I'm looking at smokers at the moment. Huh? Smokers. What do you mean? Smokers. I need smokers. Like smokers, like cigarettes? No, like meat smokers. <laughs> <laughs> do not know what you're talking no, about. Why, why does meat smokers just bring such. <laughs> It joy to people. <laughs> it does. It smell. It smells. It sounds um, different to what it is. I'm talking about legitimate meat right. smoking, and it's <laughs> legitimate meat smoking, Your Honour. Like I'll be licensed, and <laughs> it'll be yeah. no, no, because um, I've got a little. I've got a little space there for myself. Mm-hmm. This uh, is in the new abode. Yes. By the way, I think we should change its name. Oh. To the beachside mansion, shouldn't we? Oh, uh, hang on. I, Don't w- you think? I think we should. Maybe Riverside. Riverside. The Riverside Mansion. Uh, not Mansion. What about just Riverside? You're talking about just... getting a boat, so let's... Uh... Ha, I've been looking at boats. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you have. Anyway, I no, overheard this, this you is, say that. Let's get back to the podcast. Anyway, the point is, if you met somebody working yes. with them... Mm. So I met uh, the jackpot. We were doing a theatre show together. You are his boss. I was his boss. I met you working together. I was your boss. <laughs> ah, that's hilarious. What a good idea that is. Um, anyway, and... We go well as a, in a boss subordinate uh, situation. Point is, you and I would probably go all right in any kind of a situation Don't because... Don't subordinate such a terrible word? It's the worst. It's a terrible Completely. word. And people use it in an official capacity and it just sounds... No, it's the worst. Like you're, tr- like you're in an S&M club. Or that's B&D it. No, club. it really does. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, point is, I think that if you can get, if you, if you figured each other out in that way mm. and then you're mates, yeah. it's all going to be okay. Like, so you can have arguments, like you can have, yeah, yeah, totally. there's a bit of a, well, well, if, there's, if there's no so, um, sort of uh, underlying uh, extreme mental illness or, <laughs> um, Careful, uh, yeah. lack of, no, but lack of perspective or, um, right. And an inability to accept any sort of constructive criticism, right? Then you're not going to last very long in any sort of creative position, are you? No. Now, can I just run think one thing by you? Yes. Since I've, I've, I've so uh, what I'm saying is you haven't. We do, I don't really think that you walk around on the feeling that the earth is made of eggshells after you have an argument with me, because otherwise no, I don't. you wouldn't continually come back and punch me in the face with the most ludicrous oh, arguments I've ever heard in my life. Continue. Now. Can I run this by? And since I'm I'm on your good side at the moment, this I'm not sure if this is going to be. Um, Didn't say that. Did I read yeah. that? <laughs> Have I read this situation completely wrong? Um, yes. But this may be controversial, not controversial, but annoying to you in much the same way yesterday's discussion was. Mm-hmm. But it's just something that's stuck in my craw. Mm-hmm. Great. And yeah. 
And um, and I need you to just talk me out so, of this. So so far t- this month, I've defended the arts, I've defended women, I've defended parents, and anything else that I Red am that you don't probably. like. Yeah, Knowing that's you. it. Yeah. So what are you not like? People with faces oh, or something? No, you talk. Oh, the faceless men. Don't get started. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a GOT reference, not a Labor Party reference. Okay. Yes. But also, um, you defended uh, oh parking fines the other day. Was it this week or last week? Did I defend parking fines? I might have been Tuesday, actually. I don't think I defended parking fines. Anyway, Stuart. No, you said don't take it to the Maggies. Yeah, don't take the Maggies. Don't be a fool. Anyway. I'm going to the Maggies. Continue. Now, what I, I didn't finish what I was going to tell you about that Maggies thing. It's just about delaying them. I'll, I'll eventually have to pay it some way or another. Mm. But if I can just you, No, you did say the words, I will never in my life ever, and you said ever about 17 times, pay that fine. So... The yeah. way they want I me think to. what you did is you went away and you had mm. a bit of a think about that and you said, you came back today and said, I didn't finish my sentence. What I meant to say was, except that's not true, another thing I is true. I just want to get a court officer to roll up to the court a couple of times and me cancel, right, ring it last this minute. Is, um, I want to waste someone's time. This is one of those ones where I feel sorry for first-time listeners. Hello, first-time listener. Sorry that we're in the middle of 18 different conversations. Continue. What are you bringing to me? Nova Paris. Now, yes. Oh, God. Really? Okay. I don't know enough about her to defend her. Well, no, I just want to know, a couple, a couple of days ago, announced Ooh. that she was resigning from her Northern Territory Senate position. Didn't know that. Didn't, haven't been listening to the news because right. I'm a parent. Yeah. I, well, that's <laughs> right. You're not, you're not allowed to have the radio on, are you? Or a podcast or a, oh, in this house, no television. Now, Lozzie. I don't know what all of those stabs to the heart were meant to mean, but I'll just continue you on. Are, yes. You're not batting them back. You're letting them hit you in the pads. I know. I just couldn't be bothered, really. Anyway, yes. We, we, won't, we won't be here long. Um, <laughs> I am still feeling sick. Continue. I'm Let's make it snappy. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Come at me, bro. No. 2013, uh, Nova Paris um, was made, uh, you know, the. Was put on the Labor ticket for the Senate, got but, in. But what was the controversy by Julie Gillard? Yes, or, well, yeah. they used the term "captain's pick," I believe, the mm. other day. It was, uh, there was a long-standing um, Labor person there who was yeah. pushed aside very controversially mm. to bring in this star candidate um, yes. and to represent, you know, celebrity she, candidate, celebrity candidate. But, but also, she was the first Indigenous woman to be elected to the federal parliament. And she and had this, opinions, and she, you know, well, did she? I think so. Did you hear any? I don't know. I'm not saying she hasn't got them. Yeah. she wasn't overly outspoken. No, but the way the media, but the way media reports stuff, who knows? All that right. They pick and choose. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, and now she's decided uh, she's going to quit. Right. Um. Uh, so leaving a bit of a. a a trail of destruction in the Northern Territory as far as the Labor Party goes. Oh, right. Uh, and and uh, I, I haven't read anything more, but there was talk of her potentially getting a, a plum gig at the AFL. Now, I don't know why, mm. but it seemed to really annoy me. Why? That she's getting a plum gig at the AFL? No, that she just, oh, this is a little bit hard now. I'm going to go do that now. I don't, I, it just... I think if people, you know, then she's saying, oh, well, I was never going to be in it for the long term. She only served half a, half a term. Was mm. it six years for a senator? Don't know. Don't I know anything she, like that. They, you know things like that. They must be lucky that they're, they're having the double D because um, <laughs> because uh, otherwise... I she'd like be, that. Disillusioned is too hard to say. Um, so, yes. Oh, so I, I should have checked if, if you were across this story before I uh, asked for your opinion then. Well, no... What I guess to make to expand the story a bit, it's a little bit like um, you know Garrett 
I suppose, in a way, isn't it? Because he was like celebrity person we all know from this area of life. Peter mm. Garrett I'm talking about, Midnight Oil. From We all know him from this area of life and then all of a sudden he's we've plonked him into a plum roll and then he's not had a very nice time. <laughs> I don't think he was useless though, was he? I think there are a lot of people who'd argue he was just short of useless. Is that right? I thought it was more to the point that he had to tow the company line. Tow the company line, and but yet they, he didn't manage to pull it off, so he looked like he was had them standing behind him, got pressing him with a stick, you know, <laughs> uh, and stuff. Yes. Like, I don't think he – it just didn't work how it was meant to work. Like, if he'd run as an independent – or something, something he actually mm. believed in, like the Peter Garrett party or something. I can imagine PGP, him actually yeah. being quite, you know, So I think convincing. what we're saying here then, how often do celebrity or what's the other word for it? A celebrity oh, candidate, no, celebrity, I reckon. How often do celebrity candidates actually work? I mean, you've got John Fitzgerald uh, in uh, John Howard's ex-seat, old seat there. Is it who, Geraldine... No, not Geraldine Duke. Who was the Geraldine other one? Geraldine Duke. She's um, still on, uh, no, no, not Geraldine Duke. No, well, John Looks Fitzgerald, like her, you John know. Fitzgerald rolled uh, Maxie McHugh. Maxie McHugh. That's the one. Uh, that, so that's who you think in that same. Uh, I think There's it's old Trumpy Wen- pants overseas. In Wentworth, there in New South Wales, Just isn't it? You don't know that. I have what? no idea. Um, anyway, yes. So, and I don't think he's. I mean, he's just in a. And then there was level, the guy. So there was the. There was a gorgeous guy who was like I don't know a boxer or something. Remember. And they got him on in his first interview and he said, they said, why do you want to do this? And he said, ah, I give up. Remember on air? Really? Yeah. Was he elected? No, in the chase he did a whole thing and gave people the award named after him and oh. what was his name? Um, oh, not Mundine, but. Jeff Fennick? Yes. Really? No, 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 no. no. Um, Lester Ellis. Anyway, whatever. Uh, we'll think, we'll think, I'll think Gary about Michaels? it later. No, no, shut up. No, stop just saying names. It's not, not going to be any of them. Final and Somebody's listening and wanting to kill me, so let's move on. I'm listening and I want to kill you. <laughs> okay, what I mean is everyone's listening and wanting to kill me. I'm sorry, everyone. That was a terribly badly thought through thing. But the whole thing was there was a there was a person who was famous in that kind of area, and then came to came from sport to I think the Liberal Party or something. Is that John Fitzgerald? No, tennis I'm gonna champion. Look it up. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. You're so annoying that you're making me do this on it. It's Damien Drum, who's a National Party. Uh, he's, he's a Victorian National Party member that's trying to get a federal seat. Bad politician chaser. <laughs> Bad politician chaser. Anyway, you're listening to the stupidly small <laughs> podcast where we uh, take time out to Google our favourite mm, subjects. No, nah, no idea. Anyway, point is. Um, no, nah, I can't find it. Someone will tell me. Someone tell me. Anyway. What are we deciding about these? I think the point is, and it's not just celebrity candidates, it's just that they're a really good example of it. Mm. If you – people can tell if you don't believe – Don't have the conviction. If you don't have the conviction, if you don't have – if you haven't been there, if you're not – yeah, convincing in some way. And apparently that is why um, both to, – to go to American celebrity candidates, that is why Reagan – was actually really good. Was he? But was actually been very successful. I mean, Sonny Bono, for instance, was also a very successful politician. Yeah, America, you know, and he would have been one of the least likely. I know. I suppose so, but maybe it's because people believed that he believed what he was saying. But they do, but they don't have the same party structure. Yes, they don't have to come through. Like, like actually, being a celebrity, I think, in a lot of ways, I mean, gets you. Is you can push past Jesse that. Jesse Ventura. Um, yeah, you know Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, you know very. Yeah. 
But they were convincing. Like Schwarzenegger, mm. yeah. Whereas I think here um, there's also an element of like they're not that – if you're a celebrity in Australia, like we don't think of it as like, whoa, there is a whole different alien race, you know. Who are our celebrities? Well, Neighbours and Home and Away stars. Offspring people, you know. So like – so if it's almost like – and we've got the whole tall poppy thing too, so we're a little bit, <laughs> let's watch them fall over kind of thing. There will be a footballer, I, I, I predict. and I, I mean, well, we've already got Glenn Lazarus uh, for the Palmer Party who, who may or may not get back into this election. Yeah. Who's an ex-rugby player. It's Gary Lyon? No, not Gary Lyon. Gary Lyon. Um, who's that other one? Which one? He was in Victoria. Oh, I can't see this. I'm well, doing well, that thing we again. mentioned Damien Drum. He's an ex-football coach and player. Mm-hmm. But I'm tipping there'll be a star footballer recruited, yeah. I'd say, in the next 15 years to run in a safe seat for either of the parties. Who, because, you know, you, you notice the sports media talk about some of these footballers. Oh, he's a bit different, that one. Oh, no, he's a thinker. You know, the, and and being a thinker and being a bit different means you, you listen to UMI and you don't punch people in the head on a Saturday right. night. It doesn't right. take much to be considered a thinker. But so one of those ones that are a little bit different, he, he, he's one out of the box. He doesn't think like the rest of the boys. One of those sort of guys, I, I tip may go into politics one day. Right, okay. Even your Bob Murphy type who, uh, you know, is nearing the end of a, of a you know, a playing career. Yeah. The Western Bulldogs captain, he... he He's quiet, he's respectful. He may get tapped on the shoulder, for well, instance. Maybe for a safe Western suburb seat. But will, will what it, a fit, even though why, why, he lives in Carlton North. Why do people why do people care? Like, why do parties think that they can do it? Why do people in the Labour or Liberal Party think here this I know what'll work, you know. It's called the Mal Award. Mel Meninga. Oh Mel Meninga. He's a rugby league player, he was right. a boxer. <laughs> Amber Raiders star. He looked, he looked a, like uh, the, the Queensland uh, Maroons. He has a head that looked coach. like he may be a dox, boxer. I don't know. I just thought sport and nuggety little dude with a big flat head. I wouldn't call Mel Meninga a little dude. No, I know, but fl- you know the flat, the kind of anyway. His that head's look. been turned to mush from yeah, having that, it see, pummeled. Same thing. Well, there you go. There's my just physically, not mentally. He's no idiot. Well, anyway, if you watch the video of him being asked questions, you may, I may rephrase that, that. <laughs> because it's pretty good. Uh, I might even try and link to it now that I've found it after 47 years of searching for it. So I think Nova Paris probably just went, I tried to do this thing and it just wasn't me. Because you can imagine, I know people who I've said, you'd be great in politics because they really believe what they think. What they, you know, like you want people like them to be in politics, they may but also those have a people conscience as well. But those people never quite work in politics. You know, this is the whole thing about politicians as well. The whole argument about why they should be paid so much, why they get so many perks, so they get the best ones for the jobs. They're not getting the best ones no, for the jobs in there. No. the best people in pol- that would be in politics don't want to go near politics. No. Why would of the you? imbeciles that are there, and, and also because of the imbeciles the, in the media, the turkeys, and the fact that you wouldn't be allowed to, you know. Do anything, but it's it's interesting in a jobs way. Jobs and growth. <laughs> jobs and growth. <laughs> he's the. Can you believe he's, he's the coalition spokesman no, for the campaign? I can't believe it. And have a listen. I'll, I'll, I'll leave you. Every time you hear Matthias Corman yeah. speaking, always oh, good to speak with you. At the end, that's oh. his hour. So I'm like, thanks, Kerry. He so he never always has to, good to speak with, even if he's never spoken to them before. Yeah, well, yeah, but he says it's like he's on um, Radio National Breakfast every second day, right? Right. But it's so because he does so many interviews, right? He's going to Victoria, Queensland, national, blah, blah. right? So it's not like, oh, good to speak with you, Kerry. Good to speak with you, Mick. Good to speak with you, Karen. Right. So 
always good to speak with you. <laughs> and that way he can't m- m- he slip up. He is a little bit doesn't... like a robot, isn't he? Oh, a little bit like a robot. He is a robot. <laughs> Actual robot. He's brother of Jaime. Remember Jaime from Get Smart? <laughs> Hello, yeah. Max. Max's friend Jaime. He was a lovely robot. When he cried, he had oil come out of his ducks. <laughs> Stupid. <clears throat> Singing voice ain't what it usually is. Maybe I need to do what's in you. No, see, I can't even do that. <clears throat> Can I go lower than you? Go low. What's in your phone? Fo- I'm lower than you. Whatever it is, we both sound ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, hello everybody. Um, <coughs> so, what's in my phone today, Stuart Farrell? Yeah, Dal. Is, um, <laughs> yeah, Dal. You can tell he's on his phone. He has no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> you are just the worst multitasker I've ever seen. Honestly, oh, you if, my, my, full if my head caught fire and you were looking at a text message, mm. you were just finish the text message and look up and I'd be mm, like... that bacon? Yeah, you would. Mm, That'd be the only reason you'd look up. <laughs> yeah, you're anyway. cooking again. Mm. <laughs> cooking again. That's the funniest joke you've said I so know. far. Anyway, so this is from uh, your favourite website. Oh, uh, Gorka. Sciencealert.com. Uh, Gorka. That's my second favourite. <laughs> Dorka. Um, ethical amnesia could be the reason cheaters keep on cheating. Your memory is tricking you, right? This is one of those science things and as i posted a few weekends ago a few Mm. weeks ago um what's his name john oliver did that whole thing about how science reporting is like (laughs) virtually never what it's claiming it is so god knows if this is actually accurate but Apparently, according to this, we're less likely to remember the bad, unethical things we do and hold on to memories of our great charitable moments. In other words, we think of ourselves... Mm, $20, anyone? ...as amazing. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I actually nearly set it up like that. Yeah, almost. Um, Our selective memory could be a subconscious attempt to kid ourselves we're more moral than we actually are. Anyway, it's just interesting that... We they call it ethical amnesia that we that as we go we kind of rewrite our own bad behaviour. You know, it's called a funeral. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Seriously, and a lot of partners do it for each other. Like it's interesting if you ever talk to somebody mm. who you know how sometimes someone will get together with somebody and you don't necessarily love their partner. I'm just trying to think. I don't think I'm in that situation in any of my social circles currently. But like maybe a work person. I work alone. I'm a freelancer. No, okay, I know. Ding. But I'm just saying in the history of life, right, sometimes that might happen and that person talks about their partner and you're like, wow, you are sugarcoating that. Well, they you see know what something I mean? a lot different than the rest of us, mate. That's it. That's right. Mm. And I'm sure someone in my life may have received that. <laughs> thinking for quite some time oh, and it continues oh you're a catch we all know it anyway catch something from me that is true yeah. stay away from yeah. me um anyway the point is uh it's it's a vaguely i mean I, I think it's a kind of interesting concept really because the way memory the way we remember stuff uh, you know like i have remembered things from my childhood or from like school or whatever, and I've shared it. I've shared the memory with someone. I've gone. That is not how I remember that, and mm. they remember it in a totally bad way because they weren't having a good time. And I remember it in a really. I've rose coloured it. Like I think memory is like kind of 
you know, recreation rather than like a photograph. Well, you'd have to because I suppose if you lived, if your memory was a black and white, 100% carbon copy of exactly what had happened. Yeah. We'd all be going around with, with frowns on our dolls. Don't you think if like... If ever, like, don't we I recreate suppose, yeah. things to is this way of twist coping? it to a certain narrative or as a coping mechanism? Yeah. And justifying and kind of creating. Lying to you. yourself. Well, because I've always wondered. I did, I did know, I have known a few people. They used the cheating example there. But I've known a few people who have, like, behaved extremely badly mm. in their own personal lives at various points. No, nobody close to me, but, like, I've witnessed who? it. And I've thought, tell you later, I've thought... um, how do you justify – like, how do you sleep at night? You know that thing of – it's the same with – must be the same with politicians. Like, you know, there are all these politicians who are, like, allegedly Christian, doing all these extremely unchristian things, and you, they must well, be mean, justifying Scott it. Scott a very good example of that, isn't he? It's, he, it's uh, extraordinary. He was our immigration minister there for a while with a bit of a hard stance and attending his local Hillsong, uh, yeah. you know. So – Extraordinary. Like, but you must that's – that self – that, that they must separate happen. it or they justify it. It's separation and justification. Yeah. And yeah. It, must, it must be very deeply embedded. And all that you can hope is that with the really unethical people like Scott Morrison, just every now and then they just have – they catch themselves in the mirror well, and they just – there's a flash of, oh, my God, what have I done? You to know. say he's unethical I think is incorrect though. I mean he has what he thinks uh, perfectly justifiable and ethical reasons for doing what a proportion – Maybe not the majority, mm. but a proportion of the population finds reprehensible. Yes. But he can justify it in his own way as well. But then what does ethics mean if it doesn't – what does ethical mean if it's so subjective well, that you can be ethical <coughs> by being but he a might Nazi? Say, but he, he will say we, we put people in detention yeah. to dissuade other people from coming across in boats and then I am totally at peace with this because I know by doing this I'm stopping other people from dying at sea. Now – we know that to be uh, rubbish, yeah. but it's a justification that is used, right? But that, it's extraordinary that you can justify those. You know what I mean? It's the same with... But so they believe think- it, and they, that's why they can lock people up and then go to church on a Sunday and tell the Lord how beautiful they've been this week to yeah. everybody. Yeah, Lauren Clark. Well, yeah, it's extraordinary. I did see an article, by the way, which I haven't finished reading, but which is linked to this, which is about how it is okay to compare this period of Australia's history and our treatment of asylum seekers to Nazi Germany. Oh, I saw the headline. I was yeah. you've read more than I have. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, anyway, it's interesting because it, all of that kind of cultural relativism or whatever that people keep using to – it's just – yeah, no, you've you got to kind of draw the line somewhere. Anyway, it's interesting. How does Scott Morrison and the rest of Hillsong get in touch with us, Lauren Clark? Uh, they can sing us a voicemail. We're at stupidlybig.com. There's a voicemail tab there. They can also just get in touch through the Contact Us page. Um, we are at Stupidly Big on Facebook, Stupidly Big on Twitter. We're at Stupidly Big in the, in the Apple iTunes shop. Mm-hmm. People can go to the Apple iTunes shop and they can give us a rating or a review. Reviews are even better. So we be nice. We haven't had one for a while. Five stars be nice. Six stars be better. You're such a fool. Uh, Stuart Farrell, mm. will I see you tomorrow? Always good to speak with you. <laughs> oh, no.